video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Craig, Jess and Andy here as usual. Today we're discussing the highly anticipated PSVR 2 which is set to release next month and we'll also be giving you the latest news and rumours about the headset and sharing our thoughts on what we can expect from the new technology. We're also going to review the latest episode of the critically acclaimed The Last of Us TV show and of course the latest gaming news and new releases as well and we'll take a look at the upcoming titles that have us excited and talk about the games that have recently hit the shelves. You pretty much covered it there, well done. Yes. People don't really need to continue from that point. Nah, they know what we're going to say at this point. <laughs> yep, you've summed it up brilliantly. Well, I'm glad you think so. Would you like to sum up your week of events? What have you done this week? I've, I've been, to be fair, I've actually been too busy working and oh. grafting. I haven't really got into much trouble this week. Have I been on a date this week? I can't remind her. I can't remind her. <laughs> It's bad when you can't even fucking tell or remember That's if you've bad, been dead. I've been in that many dates, it's all blending into one. It's <laughs> um, probably some girl shouting at her fucking oh, iPod fuck. touch right now, going, fucking hell, man. Me. He pumped me, me in the back of the spa and he doesn't remember me. Oh, huh. Aye. <laughs> um, no, I did have a second date with a lassie. And, right, so last weekend, not just there, the last weekend, I was covering in the, the Fleece Branch. And I basically shot a story. I crashed my car. Mm. I went into a verge and I blew two tires by looks it. So I was quite, I was covering on Dumfries. So I was already going to a branch that I didn't know. So I was already quite like unsettled. Mm-hmm. I was even more unsettled and anxious all weekend because that happened. And I could just think about it all weekend about what am I going to do? Well, how am I going to sort this shit? Right. Um, so I was nervous and anxious all fucking weekend. By the time I got home on the Sunday night, so that was Saturday morning, I was travelling and done. I stayed in a hotel on the Saturday night, which was nice. I like a wee night away, it's like a wee getaway, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, Wank in a different hotel room, eh? <clears throat> ah, it's good, and you get a, get a shower on that. Different scenery. Um, it's great, you get a shower that you can watch the TV at the same time, because it's like right there. Um, so I'd done that, and then I, I worked on the Sunday, and then on the Sunday, I had... I had another date, a second date with a lassie. Right. And I was making her fajitas and we were going to watch a wee horror film. Why? Right. Uh, Let me comfort you, dear. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to listen to us. I don't know. Oh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was getting to that point where we were talking, talking like quite like stuff we'd like to do. And, yep. uh, and I don't know if she expected that on the Sunday night or whatever. I mean, because like second date, it's not really my style. But if the vibe was there, maybe. But see, see you want a baseball man? 
third, hmm? third base and all Aye, this. Need right. to get a wee bit of a connection first. I'm a big Jesse. Right. Um, but there's a connection when you put your willy inside. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, as I finished making the, the fajitas, mahitas, the fajitas, and see when I sat down and popped the film, went, oh my god, the weekend just caught up to me. And I was zonked. Did you fall asleep? Just about. Aye. Oh my God. I was there like, because we were lying in my bedroom. We're in the bed because I don't use my living room. Um, so we're just like, and obviously bed. that is the stance you would take on the date. Aye. I don't use my living room. We'll have to lie in the bedroom. I know, that's a <laughs> Five minutes <laughs> in, you're <laughs> snoring, for fuck's sake. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was done. She could see me yawning. She's like, are you tired? And I was like, oh, I'm all right, I'm all right. I'm like, trying to kid on. I'm like slapping myself. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. And I, I, I stupidly put the electric blanket on and see what I did. Oh. <laughs> the thing just like fucking done its work and it gave me a big hug and I went, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I was out like a light and I was just like, this is, this is not going great. Uh, so I, I mean, there's every go chance that right now she's on another podcast. Talking about the fucking date she had. I think it was a bad guy fell asleep. We had my fucking knickers off and he's asleep. Guess what film we watched? It was Uh, a a film we watched for the podcast. It was a gaming film. Oh, Silent Hill. Well done. Was it? Aye. Fucking hell, eh? That was really. That was cool. Um, Silent Hill wasn't even looking in the window. So I'd stuck that on and I'd watched that no longer anyway. So I was kind of no engaged. I was like. But you should have been engaged in something else. I know, I know. But I was so done. I was so done. (laughs) So uh, we've just decided to be pals. (laughs) 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 Is that the decision she came to after that? No, it was me. Right? It was me. I just wasn't uh, Clearly no feeling feeling it. it. I wasn't feeling it. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I keep on saying I'm going to come off them. But then... Oh, no. But then I, f- I do feel as if like maybe I should come off and just let something ha- happen naturally. Mm. But then, because I don't know if you f- if you feel like you give off a different pheromone when you're single, like a like a a signal to other single people. Because mm. I would I would quite happily go up to a lassie and ask and try and chat her up, like try contrive some situation where I can talk to you face to face. I'm confident enough to do that. Yeah. Are you <clears throat> confident enough whilst walking through a shopping centre like Arcade, mm-hmm. as you're walking through that, saying to a girl, you're beautiful? Because oh. this happened to me recently. Oh, wouldn't it just come out with that? That's weird. Right. That's is, a bit weird. And Aye. You know, as a female, you go, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Oh, you don't. Thanks. No. You're right. beautiful. Goodbye. And it was it, <laughs> So somebody said that to you. Just came out of it. And See how short he is. Did they just keep... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Wait, did they just come out of it? Yeah, And just he just walk... kept on walking? Uh-huh, yep. That's a bit weird. Because... Did he have any of his hands in his pants? No, but it's just... I, I just, as I say, I don't know how I'm supposed to react know, to that. You can What's go, your aim track? Like, what's the purpose of you doing that? That I mean, line has to, never worked, ever. For me to go... You're beautiful, so oh, that much. Aye, and see, to be honest, away. see if it, see if it did work. It's not the kind of girl you'd want to be no, with. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I spoke to a girl uh, at the weekend there for like five minutes on the bus. Right. Actually, I was she was sat in the bus because um, I'm busing because of this fucking car, and uh, she was sat down the front of the bus. And I thought, okay, man, she's quite nice. And I, I just went down to the front and I tapped on the shoulder and I went, uh, so 
you're only allowed to listen to one album before you die. What album is it? And then she told me. And then I was just talking to her for five minutes before she left. I never asked her number because it didn't feel like the vibe for it. I just mm. chatted her for a wee minute. But I, I would I would never have done that sort of stuff before. Like, I would have been like, oh, I wish I could do this for a movie or do that for a movie. That would be a cool wee scene. Aye. But just none of it ever happens. But now I've done it enough times where it's like, I know that the worst case scenario is Alas is just going to go, don't talk to me, aye. which is totally fair enough. Aye, it's, a, it's a perfectly plausible and reasonable response yeah. if you're not feeling it. Mm. But they could also turn around and start talking to you yeah. and you can and have a conversation and it could lead somewhere, you know? So, Turned I mean, into an electric I mean, blanket in a bedroom. Remember I told you about that one in, in Asda? I seen the last in Asda. Yes, I aye. thought she was really cute and then I, I was gearing up to go and ask her number but I just didn't... Like I done that thing when I walked past her. I was walking up, oh, my chest pointed, and then whoop, and then walked right past her. <laughs> <laughs> right in the last second. <laughs> but then what I did do was I found her. I told you I found her in Facebook, and I and I messaged her, and she was quite complimentary of the fact that this is quite. Don't worry about messaging this sort of because I apologised. But she said, no, this was actually quite flattering. I'm glad you did it. Thank you, Bella. Um, don't. Don't not do it again because girls will respond to us, sort of Aye. thing. You know what I mean? And she started seeing someone like a few weeks before. She just started seeing Aye. somebody. All right. And when I was on a date, my last, the, the last day I kind of fell asleep on, uh-huh. when our first date was happening, I seen her there with the guy. She uh-huh. came and sat down. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you could be going at me with this. Was he a cheaper model? He looked quite young, eh? And mm-hmm. it, he did look kind of similar to a beard in that. It's just got a type. I've got a type. Uh. Well, once she's done with the boys, she can upgrade maybe, to a man. Maybe we should ask her again. Oh, wait, you stopping it with that girl? I just messaged him, but I didn't realise it was that wee pecker you were going out with. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so. just referring to our podcast notes here that we usually have in front of us. And Craig has put some guy's mugshot with no commentary beside it. Would you care to elaborate on this? Yeah, I've just sent it to Andy as well so that he has a picture of it. Um, so, yeah. Basically, on Facebook, Yorkshire Police had put up a statement, a fucking post or whatever, saying that they were looking for this man. Okay. With half eaten ear. You might notice he's missing half an ear. Now, usually, social media is nothing if not proper, concise, to the point, and without jokes. Mm-hmm. But on this occasion, um, what what kind of things do you think might have got levelled? What kind of responses do you think you might have got to this? Oh, People please. looking for this. Like ear puns, obviously. Yeah, so a few of the ones we had, I thought these were quite good. Uh, I'll keep my ear to the ground and let you know. <laughs> mm. I think he was round Mike Tyson's house earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, yeah. Uh, got three years, but he'll only serve an ear and a half. <laughs> Jesus. Last scene playing football with Suarez. I hope to God, and then the last person I thought this was quite good, I hope to God I'm never wanted by the police. I'd rather hand myself in than be put on here to be rated. (laughs) (laughs) And it just got me thinking, it's probably still a safer space in our Discord because that is not where you post a selfie of yourself and get fucking torn to shreds (laughs) and fucking your head sat on the fucking body of Hitler or whatever. But yeah, quite an odd-looking character. I think they probably got him. I mean, he's... It is cold. I suppose he could wear a hat and maybe stay incognito for a bit, but I'll post a, I'll post a picture online. Yes, please do. Just to help in case the culprit has not been found. 
<laughs> what a good citizen you are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've, I've been pretty quiet. I crashed as well. I crashed my car as well, I was telling you. Mm-hmm. It was not my fault, though. Someone got in my way and I fucking T-boned them <laughs> and I rounded about and then I just went away because it wasn't my fault. Uh, I was fine and that's all that matters. Mm. Yeah, so we got a question from Ewan who said, I know that Jess likes to move on from the food chat on the podcast, <laughs> which is true because it often extends. I mean, this is a gaming podcast and so far yeah. if you're... It doesn't have to be though. If you're we listening... We do a food and, podcast as well though. Yeah, I mean, mebs. But um, his question for all of us is, if you could make a meal of your own that would be sent out to HelloFresh subscribers, mm. what would it be? Oh, mm. I would either make my soup, my lentil soup, okay. or I would make my what I call my sagaloo chicken. Right. Which is garam masala, you know that spice, mm-hmm. garam masala. Mm-hmm. Salt, pepper, baby potatoes, chicken, little bits of baby sweet corn cut up, spring onions, spinach, wilted. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Um, That's about it. Oh, some, uh, what do you call them? Not onions, but the other ones. Shallots. 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 That's shallot. Right, well, that's uh, hard to follow. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read this question right. I thought it was what any meal would you put on HelloFresh. So I was trying to All think right. of my favourite takeaways. That would add to, <laughs> would add to the menu. I fucking copied the question down. I didn't even read it properly. So you can't even really cook anything for scratch. So that's fucking so bullshit. Cook. You want to see the chips I've made the last couple of nights? Excuse me? Homemade chips? Aye. It has been making homemade chips, it has to be yeah. said. And so they are good. Chinese yeah. salt and pepper uh, chips last night and they were fucking phenomenal. What type of potatoes do you use? I don't know. Oh my god, he doesn't even know, Jess! The ones that came with the Hello Fresh. Oh box. my god. <laughs> difference to fucking make. It makes it's a, a big difference. Fuck off. There's different types of tatties. You need Maris Piper tatties. You're you don't need a tatty. Maris Piper ones. You need Desiree. There you go, they were Mary, Mary, what? Mary Piper. Desiree. <laughs> Who is Mary Piper? Maris Piper. Who's that? It's a type of tatty. Is it a person? I don't know. But that's what you need. You either need Maris Piper or you need Desiree for, for chips. That's 100% what you need. I can't tell if you see And you blanch them. Yes, no, yeah. um, you blanch them. You cut them up. You, what Which size you you fucking want? blanch them? What are you blanch on about? Blanch them boil. Boil them for eight You're minutes. You're a fucking cereal killer in the making, by the way. You blanch them for eight minutes so they're nice and soft, but not too soft because you don't want them falling to bits in your deep fat fryer or your oven, whatever you cook them. But then you blanch them, then you cook them where you're supposed to cook them. But you pat them down dry first. I, I blanch them, then I put them in cold water for 10 minutes to get them all cold, to harden up again. Jess knows, you know what I mean? You're just, I don't know what you're doing. Craig's just putting a big fucking tatty, one big square. There you go, there's a big No, they were, more, they were more like potato wedges, to be fair. They were like, fucking they were, good, that's what they were. Yeah, no, they were good, yeah. But he, he did not do yeah. those things. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't cook that much. Like I cook, I cook obviously no. quite often, but it's usually like pre- kind of prepared meals. Mm-hmm. I used to make a good. Can't even remember the name now. When you wing a chicken, like a chicken breast, and then you put like ham in it, and then you use get a sort of cheese sauce. That was always really nice. My cheese sauce um, sounds amazing. Nah, I bet it does. Fucking, <laughs> fucking climb over this fucking table and bar. <laughs> <laughs> You were going to try a cheeseburger, remember? Happened to that. Was it? Aye, it was like about three months ago, you had a wee bit of a craving. Mm. 
Remember that time I, I came run and you made yeah, uh, for the Champions League final? And you get halfway through the burger going, this is really nice. Then you notice there was cheese in it and you're like... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I started bolting. Yeah. Uh, it's not even really a meal, but and also you sort of showed me how to make them, but also those pastries. And maybe put them on it. They're pretty good. Pastries? Aye. It's not a meal. Pre- pre-made puff pastry with oh pre-made brie and pre-made cranberry sauce. <laughs> What do you mean Holy pre-made fuck. brie? So who, just, who makes their own brie? Well, well, how Craig's, <laughs> Craig's way of cooking is just buying all the ingredients and putting them together. <laughs> that is exactly what cooking is, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get your fucking potatoes? You buy them, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I went oh, and fucking pick my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have a vegetable patch. Fuck I off. Would. That'd be cool. I've, yeah. got, I've got tatties at the back of my garden. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking tie yourself. This feels like a billion exercise. Can we move on? What would mm-hmm. yours be, Jess? Well, I'm just thinking, does that have to be like meal? Like, I'm, my favourite meal of the day is normally breakfast. What like, is that? I don't have breakfast. Yeah. What like, do you usually have for breakfast? Well, I mean, porridge is probably my go to. Do you make the porridge yourself? <laughs> do you fuck? Um, but I I quite like the pancakes that I make and they're healthy ones too with protein um, powder they're not got protein powder in them but they've got like yogurt in them and right. yeah so yeah they're nice I, I feel like I need to get back to my, making them and they don't take long and if anyone wants to recipe I may well post it in the fitness channel in the discord right aptly named fitness can you eat breakfast? what do you mean can I eat breakfast? Oh, I can't. I don't eat breakfast in the morning. I don't eat breakfast, but I can eat it. Um, I usually, I don't usually eat till about 12 o'clock. Same. I'm a cup of tea, man. I'll have a cup of tea and that's me. It's that oh. coffee that gets me going. My, mm. my final answer is a smoked shredded chicken from Brian's. I would force <laughs> it onto the menu. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to contact Mr. Brian and find out the recipe. No one can get the recipe. I know, that's the trouble. Brian's. He's even moved to a new shop to uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty it. sure he's dead. Like, I think it's just his boy now. It's now called Oriental Kitchen. <laughs> okay, that's enough of the food chat, Ewan. I am moving on. Hopefully that quenched your thirst for <laughs> knowledge of food. Yes. I'm pure dead fresh coming to you soon. Let's dive into this week's biggest releases, shall we? Yes. Yes. Okay, so we are recording... This podcast on the 24th of January, which has two games out today. We have first spoken. Let's get into that first of all. So, mm. you've been playing it. It's a mixed bag of reviews, what shall we say? Yeah. There was a 9.5 and there was a 4. Wow. And it seems to how we've spoken about this a few times recently. Where's that disparity come from? Come on. I know. Like, there's been so many games recently that have done this. Like, the majority of review, I mean, it's sitting about a 66 on Metacritic, so the the lower scores seem to be more prevalent than the higher scores. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it does every fucking big game now, it seems to be such a, a wider margin. Mm-hmm. We, I think it was only a couple of weeks ago we said that. Yeah. Like, it used to be, you'd be like, aye, that will all be between sevens and eights, that'll get... But now it's like fucking twos and yeah. tens. Interestingly, though, obviously, like a lot of review codes were not sent out prior to... Mm. Uh, launch that's, and also the ones the ones that have been sent out are largely PS5 codes like I don't think there's any PC reviews being done aye so it's coming out to PC yeah. but they, they released the specs that you needed for a PC it's and like, you, you needed like a fucking 
It was like 16 gig Aye. RAM minimum, but they recommended 24. Oh my God. Um, you needed like a NASA computer to get the fucking thing Aye. running. So you've essentially got to be a pro gamer Aye. on a PC to Aye. be able to run it. Which makes you question things in itself, doesn't it? Like mm-hmm. what's sitting behind it? I don't know. It's just, yeah. Um, but I think from, like I've tried not to kind of read too much in a sense because I've just like, I want to make judgments for myself Mm -hmm. and not be influenced by what people are saying but I think the sort of kind of consensus is kind of like oh it's actually not as bad as some people are saying Mm -hmm. but yeah from what I've played so far there is a few bits that I'm like "Mm, what does it feel like no great no great it's just a bit like I don't know. The one big thing that a lot of people are saying is the dialogue, which the dialogue itself so far, I'm only three chapters in, so I can't make a full judgment on the kind of story and narrative and everything like that. But the thing that's bugging me the most is like the lips aren't moving at the same time as what they're saying. Like, I don't think it's any... um, That's poor in 2023 though. Yeah, like I don't think it's any slant on the the voice actors, but it's just, I don't know, something's not quite... Takes out the experience a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and there's also quite a few bits where... NPCs are like talking but you but you're just stood there you can't move right. um and there was like a kind of stealth scene I was doing but basically like we you had to wait for like guards to move but I like I couldn't do anything and it, it seemed like unnecessarily like waiting time and I don't know right. whether in the background it's actually loading or something uh, like that but mm. it just um you know it was like a 10 second wait of I can't press any buttons right. or do anything the screen's just and yeah. you know so there's a few kind of gameplay bits of that I'm just like this is a bit odd mm. um so far obviously the story like I, you know I'm not too much into it as of yet um I think a lot of people don't really like the main character I think she's all right so far but the main knocks i've seen about it are that her dialogue is meant to be absolutely horrendous and like don't be wrong in the demo i thought there was a few times when i was like she just seemed to be swearing for the sake of it mm-hmm. now as somebody that swears mm-hmm. a fucking lot uh, i can get on board with that but it, it felt like a child swearing for their first time mm-hmm. it was really weird but then since it's came out i've seen a couple of people that did review the game early been like this is why i can't take for spoken and they've posted like a 20 second clip and each one of them i've listened to and been like it's not that bad. Like they're making a, a joke back and forth. Like I maybe it's a little bit corny, but fucking hell. Yeah. So she is like a a New Yorker, like young girl. She's gone through a bit of hardship. Um, like she's, she's, I think she's what? an orphan. She's like been in trouble with like like you, the, the first scene she's uh, in court. You know, getting in bother for stuff yeah. and um, terrible scenes. So I think she's kind of they're trying to portray this like badass whatever. But I don't know. I, I, as I say, I'm quite early days in at the game. Mm-hmm. I'll see it through before I make any judgment. There are some kind of cool aspects that I like so far. So you get ma- magic parkour. So she kind of traver- parkour. She kind of traverses. Um- Michael Scott parkour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that, and then obviously being a PS5 console exclusive, there's some dual sense features. Um, Cuff's voice comes through the controller speaker, but I think you can change that because I think that's maybe a wee bit annoying. See what also you can do. I saw online. See if you are fucked off by the dialogue. There's a setting in the options to turn off to to like lower the amount of chit chat. Yeah. Okay. Um. Which see to be fair, they did that. Remember they did that in Biomutant as well. Remember how the narrator just kept talking. Mm-hmm. They they added they patched in an option to turn him either down or off. Mm. 
And like, I don't know, I feel like if you have to put in an option to turn off the dialogue that you fucking spent time and money recording, then there's a potential issue there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I don't know, I'm curious to see how, you know, as more people play it and things, how the, how the opinion grows. Like, I don't know, the likes of High on Life, it scored initially pretty low, but then there was kind of fan scores brought it back up, plus it had that oh well it's on Xbox Game Pass you may as well give it a go whereas this is a full price game and you really you know High on Life blew up on TikTok as well because of the humour whereas this is not going to have that humour factor Rick and Morty fan base you know that's the kind of humour it's going for and stuff but I don't know I don't see there being a huge surge of fans for this that are going to rave about it and say no actually it's really good Um, See what's interesting as well so it's a PS5 exclusive just now but it's an exclusive for two years. Mm-hmm. So presumably mm-hmm. their plan is to bring this out on Xbox in two years' time. Okay. I can't imagine that's going to be a worthwhile endeavour. Like in two years, it's going to be like, when you bring it to Xbox, they'll be like, that's a fucking old game, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it just, it says it's a two-year exclusive just now, but I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't even come to Xbox. It yeah. seems, unless it's very, very simple to port, it just seems like nobody's going to care, even if it is decent. Yeah. Um, I just, I also like, I don't know, this was sort of one of the big PlayStation releases alongside Final Fantasy and Spider-Man and I don't know if this flops as it's sort of showing a little bit at the moment um, and Spider-Man slips into 24, like, mm. you know, PlayStation's outlook becomes a bit more... We'll all just have our headsets on, it'll be fine. More on that later. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, that's for Spoken. Um, we also have, uh, on the 24th as well, we did write it down. World War Z. World War Z. Um, it's got, World War Z Aftermath. It's got a major update uh, that's bringing some of the game's most massive zombie hoarders into the mix with Horde Mode XL. Um, so that's on PS5 and Xbox Series XS versions. Um, I played that when it first came out. It's actually you? quite cool. Like, you're, there's, like, massive hordes coming at you and you're just trying to, like, mow them all down and fucking try and survive. But it was decent on, like, PlayStation 4 and Xbox. So this mode, mm-hmm. this sort of next-gen upgrade that comes with new trophies and achievements and they can obviously do, like, bigger hordes and stuff like that. So it's, it looks like it'll be pretty decent. And it's a free upgrade, I think, if you've already got the game. Cool. And then Hitman 3 will become Hitman World of Assassination, which will also include access to Hitman 1 and 2 through the existing Access Pass system. Current Hitman 3 owners, Craig, that's you. I'm so excited. We'll get a free upgrade to Hitman World of Assassination on all platforms. Yeah, this is cool as fuck. Like, we spoke before about how Hitman is like a game that you can just play forever. And so I, I get that a lot of Hitman fans, like myself, will own all three games. But if you only own Hitman 3 then as of the 26th, the day this podcast comes out, that will change to Hitman World of Assassination. They'll give you all the maps from the first game, the second game, all the DLC maps. It's insane value. I know, for nothing. And then they're also um, launching the new mode, Freelancer, Mm -hmm. which is where you have your own sort of like fucking Hitman hideaway and you then take missions and go into the world like what any of the maps and you have mm. to take out targets and anything you take back with you that you can then kit out your fucking hideout mm. and stuff like that. It sounds so awesome. Cool. And like it's I say, so you're all getting cool. this for basically, if you own Hitman 3, you're yeah. just getting it. Yeah. Mm. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. 
I mean, they're, they're obviously hard to work on this Bond game, which I can't fucking wait for as well. Yeah. But in the meantime, they're still fucking just absolutely pummeling out the content for this. Looks fucking good, great. Uh, good studio for sticking by their game. And, um, Aye. Mm-hmm. Always like, giving you extra and stuff like that. That's the thing. You feel like when they do bring out that Bond game, you're like, I'm fucking buying. I mean, I'd be buying it anyway, but you're like, I'm buying this because they're probably going to support it for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's the type of studio that does that, and it they do support their products. Yeah. And then Craig also asked me today, Jessica, see you on Friday when Dead Space comes out. Is it okay if I play it for a couple of hours? <laughs> now the reason he's asked for my permission is because it's, it's my birth- birthday. It's my birthday on Friday. <laughs> ah, what a nice, what a nice husband, but <laughs> to right. ask for permission. Yeah. I'm sure Jess doesn't want attention all day. She maybe want time to herself as I well. I'm working till six. All <laughs> oh, right, oh, right, 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 okay. We're, so, we're, we're going away on Saturday, right? She'll get her attention. We're going away on Saturday. They're going away for a wee romantic getaway. De- Dead Space is And the PlayStation is getting taken away. <laughs> well, aye, I mean, she'll fall asleep at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's just fine. You may, you may play Dead Space. <laughs> yes, uh, Dead Space is out on Friday. Looking forward to that. It looks fucking great. It's just going to be... Just don't fall asleep. On the date. No, no. no After it's fine. I'll, I'll take that advice from you. I'll not pack the right. blanket, the heated blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll make sure my nips are cold to the touch you and I'll, I'll get the job done. You'll be fine. Just listen to the ledge here. Aye. Do whatever I don't do. Don't do what I do. And you'll be fine. The fucking walking amber alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, aye, so looking forward to Dead Space. That's out twenty seventh on Xbox and PlayStation, and I just looks like a fucking bigger, better Dead Space. Which yeah. uh, I mean, Dead Space is a classic, so fucking bring it on. If you're recommending one of these, what are you recommending the most? Dead Space. Mm-hmm. I would say. Hands. Yeah, I say for spoken. Like, your if you're not fussed about it, that price will drop. Yeah, quite so. Soon. Although to be fair, Hitman perhaps because it would be cheaper Best and value, uh, yeah. great value. But mm-hmm. no, I think Dead Space is going to have a lot of folk excited this week. So if you want to be part of the zeitgeist and be have a wee chubby online, then mm-hmm. Dead Space. But if none of them tickle your pickle, then we also have Deal of the Week. Deal of the Week. Yeah, I've actually got it's deals. Of the week, oh, yeah, because okay. I had to go to both. To I had to go to both stores. Um, so on PlayStation, they're doing the definitive edition of Dead Island, which is like the PS4 version. It was upgraded for one pound ninety four. I mean, I don't even know if I'll play Dead uh, Dead Island again, but for one pound ninety four, <laughs> you're like fucking. You may as well try and pick it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then over on Xbox, because thanks to the backwards compatibility, Grand Theft Auto Four is down to six pound twenty nine. And that's a fucking brilliant game. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's got the updated textures. Well, it's up and you get 60 FPS and stuff like that with it. So yeah. Grand Theft Auto well. 4. Mm-hmm. That's Nico. Nico. Oh, that's awesome. It's upscaled. Nico. And it doesn't no, it's not a remaster then. Like it's just you know how Xbox sort of automatic you know how Dead Space looks mm-hmm. a bit better. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So has it got the expansion packs? I'm not actually too sure. Well, do you mind check this out? But it's certainly the full game. Because I've not played that good. in so long that it's I would be like game. playing a new game. Yeah. It's really fucking would, excellent. I uh, would not remember most of it. I bet you the controls are not great, though. 
I played you know? a bit of it and it does feel a little bit janky, but it's it's still good. Mm. It's the driving more so that feels a, bit, a little bit, it right. takes a bit of getting used to. There's a lot of kind of drifting. Like I remember at the time when I first mm. got Grand Theft Auto 4, it took the drive and took a bit of getting used to. Uh, and it's, aye, it just takes a bit. But it's a cracking game. Aye, £6.29, you know what I mean? That's fucking excellent. Um, so yeah, get on those deals. Indeed, Okay, so the wait is almost over. The next generation of virtual reality gaming, the PlayStation VR 2, is set to release soon and we couldn't be more excited about it. So with improved graphics, enhanced tracking and new features, PSVR 2 promises to take gaming to a whole new level. At launch, we're going to see a variety of new and exciting games available to enjoy and obviously in addition to these titles, Many popular franchises will also be making their way to PSVR 2, such as Resident Evil Village. These games have been reworked to take full advantage of the PSVR 2's capabilities, offering players an even more immersive experience. Yeah, so overall, the launch lineup for PSVR 2 looks promising, and we can't wait to get our hands on it. So, yeah, let's talk about what's coming. Yeah, because it's basically a month away. Obviously, big hardware launch. It's a... Uh... It's, it's I, I, the anticipation for it. In some sort of sections of the internet, the anticipation for it seems really high, and then in other places, it's like a wet fart. Mm. And I think it just depends how into VR you are. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it is. It's something that like I don't know. One person's going to be like, "Oh, this is fucking. This is the date on the calendar. This is the date." Whereas somebody else will be like, "I couldn't." They'll be like a fucking proper gamer, but they just will not give a single fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm excited. You don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. Like, and it's mm-hmm. it, VR is a niche, so that is what it's going to be. Um, but yeah, I thought just with us being a month out, I thought I had to look at the launch window games and just picked like a sort of what I would say are the top ten games that you could get round about then for because there's going to be a lot of people that are diving into VR for the first time, yeah. even on our Discord. So. There's the Dark Pictures Switchback, which is made by the team that made Until Dawn, Supermassive Games. They made a launch game for the PSVR 1 called Until Dawn Rush of Blood that was really good. It's like an on-rails shooter that's fucking terrifying. This looks like a very similar type of thing. I imagine it'll be good. The last one was good. And especially this time, see, because they can do it, the PlayStation VR 2 does eye tracking. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to scale the shit out of you with that. So <laughs> like in Until Dawn Rush of Blood, it did stuff like it alerted you to something over to the right and it waited until you looked over to the right or to make something appear the on the left and then when you turned back, it was in your oh, face yeah. and you fucking shit yourself. And the, mm-hmm. you were in a cart and it wouldn't move until you did it. So it's not like you could be just like, no, nah, no, nah, no doing it, no right. doing it. Go by that Whereas part. now with the eye tracking, they will literally be able to tell when you blink and they will make something appear as you shut your eyes and reopen them. Jesus. Um, and obviously you can check where it go, where your eyes are moving as well. So, also, one thing about Sorry Switchback is it's been delayed to March 16th. It was supposed to come out the day of, but it will now be out in March. Uh, second up, Horizon Call of the Mountain looks fucking great. Getting to play Horizon in VR, fighting robot dinosaurs. Can't complain at that. It looks fucking beautiful. All in. Uh 
I've counted these as two separate games, Moss Book 1 and 2. They're I know, because I looked brilliant. at the list. He had a, the title of the list is Top 10 Games, and I'm looking at it going, Craig, you've only got nine games here. He's like, ah, but there's Moss Book 1 and Moss Book 2. Well, they're selling <laughs> them separate, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, they're fucking brilliant games. Like, story, you play as a, in a storybook, and the graphics are phenomenal. Quill is just the most adorable fucking character. You just, you literally want to set the controller down and just try and pick it up like it's so I don't it's brilliant what a game two games uh, there's also Pistol Whip which is a little bit like Beat Saber but with guns and you have to shoot to the rhythm of the beat and it's shoot really the of the beat. and it's really shoot fucking good of the beat. and it's a good fucking workout by the way like a proper workout um, the beat. Tetris Effect mm-hmm. which is literally like an acid trip it's you start off and you're like it's fucking Tetris, you know what I mean, and then all of a sudden as you start to get a higher score, the beat and the music kicks in slowly, and then all the fucking background starts to like move in different ways, and there's certain points where you don't even it creeps up on you, and then you're like, holy fuck, I'm having like an out of body experience <laughs> here. It's apps. It, it's so hard to explain. It's phenomenal. It really is. Uh, Resident Evil Village, obviously. Resident Evil Village we loved, and that in VR will be superb. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 should be pretty cool in VR. Uh, be an interesting sort of like showcase for the graphics. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners Retributions Chapter 2. I've played in the Oculus, and it's fucking brilliant. Um, really good sort of exploration, hack and slash, kill zombies. There's other clans that you've got to go after you can loot you can craft brilliant brilliant game uh, and the last one i put down was creed rise to glory it's the championship edition that's coming out which is an updated version this was on psvr1 i loved it i thought it was really good again it's a really good workout mm-hmm. like your arms are fucking knackered after it and you have to it's one of those things where you get out what you put in mm-hmm. but see if you decide to i'm gonna fucking cosplay as a boxer here like you start fucking ducking and diving it's a serious you'll be pushing this way it's a serious workout so uh, I'd recommend that as well and that's why I even mentioning like job slash vacation simulator which is coming as a double pack Jurassic World uh, Aftermath Res Infinite there's loads of good kayak VR which looks good lots of really good shit coming um, and yeah just before we move on as well just so that people know uh, there is although there's no backwards compatibility there is a couple of games that are out on playstation vr that if you own you'll get a free upgrade to the newer version okay yeah because i was just kind of thinking like i don't know how much is this all setting you back if you are going in you know from scratch and you know if you didn't have psvr one then it is quite an investment to even get just a couple of games isn't it yeah i mean there is stuff like i don't know like a lot of people maybe didn't have the psvr one but they own resident evil village and that vr mode's going to be completely free if you own the game okay. you own that yeah uh there's also so these games were out on psvr one after the fall demio hello neighbor search and rescue nfl pro era no man's sky pistol whip puzzling places song in the smoke rekindled synth riders remastered edition the Light Brigade and Zenith The Last City. If you own any of them, then you'll get the new version for free, which is compatible with PSVR yeah, 2. So there's a good chance that, like, I mean, Gran Turismo 7, again, that's a free upgrade if you own the actual game. So there's a there's a lot of people that are going to pick up the headset and have four or five games day one without even spending anything. Mm-hmm. But 
but yeah, let us know. Are you excited yeah. a month out from PSVR 2? Is it still available to pre-order should you wish to do so? I or think it's cool? you can still only pre-order it from PlayStation. Yeah. It's There's no other retailers, I don't think. Uh, well, sorry, in Ireland, you can order it from GameStop because the PlayStation don't send there. They don't trust people in Ireland. Um, <laughs> you're laughing at They don't. <laughs> but... Uh, over here, yeah, you have to order from PlayStation Direct still, as far as I know, which they've got a very ambiguous, we will send this out on the week of the 22nd of February. And you're like, right, okay. <laughs> so it'll arrive at some point on that week, apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, get in touch, let us know. Are you excited? Are you picking one up? Or do you not nope. give a fuck? Okay, let's move on to the games that we have been playing. I largely spoke about Forspoken, which... You first spoke? I first spoke about Forspoken, yeah. Um, so I've played that. I also downloaded, um, because it came up as an advert and I was intrigued by it. Fucking shell. What? No? I've forgotten what it's called now. Right? Was uh, that good, eh? Yeah. Some no. marketing campaign they had. The Mirrorverse, Disney Mirrorverse. Oh my god, what is this? It's a mobile game. Right. I remember seeing Sounds it great. like on a showcase. Or something that's what like was playing. Uh huh. Right. Um, it's. I mean, it's not great. It's right. A, it's, it's a mobile <laughs> game, but you get to play as like. I'm sorry, this is an audio podcast. I'm stunned. <laughs> stunned. Um, but you do get to play as like, I don't know, sort of versions of Disney. Characters. Oh, is that a knockoff? No, no, not licensed. No, it is licensed, but they're like, I don't know. It's like a mirror version of fucking Snow Pink over here. The cat. I don't really know, the, but you're just basically yeah killing enemies so far. That's all I've done. Right. But you and leveling up some characters. Sounds like a game. Yeah. So there's that. It's free. It's free. Right. Most mobile games are. Then they're like, you want to kill another enemy? Four quid. Yeah. Oh yeah. There might be. Yeah. Uh, and do you want a hammer to kill the enemy? <laughs> Five quid. Do you want a nice wee suit to wear while you're killing them? <laughs> Six quid. <laughs> That's the way it goes these days. I feel like I played something else. What was I playing last week? That, uh, oh, last week you were playing Omno. That's right. You played a wee bit more of that? I played a wee bit, but I've still not finished it, even though it's like two hours. It's, it's, <laughs> nice, and, it's nice and chilled. It's got a nice atmospheric soundtrack. That's good. Mm. Uh, I've not really had that much time for gaming, although I have played a couple of things. Uh, I've been playing more Cyberpunk. I'm well, hopefully you'll ad- get some time on Jess's birthday. Aye. You'll get some time for that's your game. Hope. That's the hope. That's the best time to do it. If I can sack her off long enough, Aye. then I'll be able to get some stuff done. That's the best time to do it, you know what I mean? Your yeah. partner's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's made me look a right dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, playing more Cyberpunk. It's fucking so good, man. It's so immersive. Like I, obviously I've spoke I've said all this before, so I'm not gonna go on. But it's but so fucking yeah, good. Yes. I love it so much. I cannot wait for this fucking DLC that's coming out with Idris Elba in it. Mm-hmm. I saw an article and they were saying that it's I think to be fair, it's not the most expensive DLC ever, but they were like uh, C D Project Red were saying they've spent an insane amount on this DLC. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because Idris Elba probably cost a fortune. Yeah. And Johnny Depp probably cost a fortune. Johnny Depp, Depp fucking Keanu Reeves, yeah, uh, probably cost a fortune, but um, I can't wait. It's just so good. 
Uh, I've played some more Elden Ring. I still don't really know what's going on, but I have. <laughs> uh, I have beat like four bosses. So I don't know what's going on. I'm making progress, but I think I said this last week. Like, how do you know? I literally have because I could, you get a trophy when you beat a boss. I've got four trophies. <laughs> oh, sick. I literally. I went into PSN profiles, just pulled up somebody randomly that recently platinumed the game because all trophies are related to bosses. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at the order that they got their trophies and I was like, that's probably the order you go in then. And then so when I I beat a boss, I then look up and see what this fucking random fucking titty liquor 282, (laughs) uh, what trophy they got next. And then I go, all right. And then I go into fucking YouTube and I'm like, how to find... Dragon B, oh <laughs> and it says get a mark in the map, and then I head over that way, and I fucking slap a few things on the way, mm-hmm. or run away from a lot of stuff, and then I try that boss, and then when he kicks my ass, I go, I need to go away and get a wee bit stronger, and then I do that, and I go back and I beat it, and that's sort of what I've been doing. I don't have a fucking clue what's going on with the story. I don't even know if there is one. There's a big debate about whether Elden Ring has a story or not, and I don't know what's going on. So, okay. but it's decent. I enjoy it sometimes, and other times it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, played more definitely not fried chicken. It's really fucking fun, and my drug empire is coming along well. But I've not had a lot of hours to put into it. And there was a game that was free on the Epic Store, and it's called Epi Story. Mm-hmm. Now you would think it's like tied to Epic, but I don't think it is. I think it's maybe something different. But it's a game where you're like exploring, and then to get by places, you have to type something. So I played it for five minutes, went, this is cute, but I remember Typing of the Dead, and that was a lot fucking cooler. I now want to play Typing of the Dead. So I got Typing of the Dead Overkill, which I didn't realise had been made, and it's like a newer version. It's like, like, so back in 99, they made House of the Dead and Typing of the Dead, mm-hmm. and it was fucking great. I played it to death. In like 2005 or something like that, they brought out a game, House of the Dead Overkill. Now, I never knew they made a typing version of it, but they did. And so I downloaded that, tried it out, and it's fucking phenomenal. Like, this is the game that made me fast at typing. Or, well, the previous one was. And so it's like House of the Dead. You're on rails, there's zombies coming at you, and each time a zombie's coming at you, there's a word or a phrase in front of them, and you've got to type it to kill them. I showed you a little bit yeah, of it. Yeah, it looks cool. It's really fucking cool. Now, I, I do consider myself pretty fast at typing, but it's a different kettle of fish when you're under that fucking mm. pressure yeah. of a zombie coming yeah. towards you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm going to make a video. I said I'd do it before. I hadn't think it around to it. I'm going to make a video over the next couple of days, just a kind of quick let's play to show people what it's like. But it's random words and phrases that come and up. It, but it's not even common no that's words, the thing do you know what I mean it's aye just, there's words yeah. where you're like I've never spelt that word in my life now obviously it's in front of you so you know how to spell it yeah. but when it's not a word you've ever typed before yeah. hmm. but it's supposed to be randomised what comes up so if you play the same level twice it won't be the same words but at one point there was two zombies coming towards me and the first the one that was in front it came up and said in front of them down with this sort of thing and then once you killed that one the one behind it said careful now from Father Ted and I was like Fucking 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. A fucking Father Ted reference. And a fucking House of the Dead game. Amazing. All the stars. All the stars. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing. It's fucking brilliant. Gaming rules. Rules.
Okay, shall we chat through this week's news? Get everyone up to speed on what's been happening. Aye. Yeah. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Always Okay, so first up, it has been a rough week for Halo Developer 343 Industries, with reports suggesting that the studio had been hit particularly hard by the recent layoffs at Microsoft and speculation that Halo might even be passed to another team outside of 34 in the future. However, the 343 industry studio head confirmed this is not the case and they said, quote, Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer and more of what makes Halo great. Although we don't know the full extent of the layoffs, it does sound like there's been quite a sizable restructure inside of the company with various ex-employees taking to social media to reveal they'd lost their job earlier this week. Which is a shame. Yeah, they reckon. I think between Mike, oh, uh, Microsoft overall lost, what, 10,000 employees? It's yeah. a fucking lot. And it's a hard pill to swallow when you're in the middle of a fucking 68 billion acquisition of Activision. Mm. They're trying to buy them for that, but at the same point they're going, aye, we can't pay Betty or fucking. Betty. We, we see the tea lady. We betty the tea lady. We can't pay her, the wee tea trolley. We can't pay her salary, Who's but after uh, the coffee. But Microsoft are they're still biscuit, trying to buy Activision. Biscuit Sebastian. You want a wee biscuit? What are you greeting for Sebastian? You lost your job, oh Christ. I and so have you. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it's I don't think that necessarily a restructuring at three four three is the worst thing because Halo's been not doing well for a while so i feel like this studio could do with a restructuring but it's a shame that it comes at the expense of people losing their jobs yeah exactly um i don't know where halo goes from here like i just i think that microsoft they believe that it should still be what it was in like 2006 2007 and i don't think halo can't ever get back to that there's too much else there now Mm-hmm. Like, but that, I think they see anything less than that. Occupying Aye. the space, the same space it wants to fill. Exactly. Like Halo mm-hmm. was at one point the biggest thing ever in the FPS space, but mm-hmm. and I think Microsoft is that's what they expect. But it's just there's too many live service games. There's Destiny. There's Fortnite. I know Fortnite's third person, but still, there's Fortnite still occupies the same space. There's Fortnite. Yeah. There's Call of Duty's a juggernaut, yeah. which they're trying to buy it for that exact reason. And these sort of things, people have only... Players Unknown as well, still going. Ah, it's, I mean, it doesn't get talked about that much, but it still gets such a huge uh, right. fan base. And, like, people, these people, like, see if you're if you're a Call of Duty player, you don't That's have... That's you. Ah, you don't have time for you anything else. You don't bounce about. No. You pick one, really. Mm-hmm. That's you, stuck to it. So I just, I don't think Halo has the ceiling that it used to have, mm. but I think Microsoft still see that, it, or they still believe that it should. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why like PlayStation have almost given up trying to find a game that can do that, like the stop making kill zone. Like, uh, and I think they've just looked at it and went, we can't compete with this, but I think mm. Microsoft are still trying to, and I, I don't know that they can, but God loves a tryer. 
Next up, Marvel's Avengers is officially ending development and support on September 30th, 2023, and the game is even getting delisted on consoles and PC. An official blog post reveals that the decision to take the game out the back and shoot it was, quote, made in conjunction with our partners, calling it the, quote, right time to make this change. In the meantime, all Marketplace Challenge Card and Shipment Cosmetic content will be given away to players for free starting March 31st, angering anyone who's ever spent a penny on a live series game. Credits will no longer be purchasable from that date. It's also been confirmed that both solo and multiplayer content will continue to be available even after 30th of September, although the blog post advised that issues may occur in the future. Wow. What a kick in the tadger. That is so bad. (laughs) Just make it all free. So Aye. people that have paid a fortune for it. Aye. Oh no. People, why, people why like a year they... ago are like, oh, I spent fucking 20 quid on this shiny Iron Man skin. But and why then... are they getting rid of it? Why are they shutting down service so soon for them? Because really? it's just not doing well. So not, it was a brilliant nah. game. I'll be honest, I've not, I played it once through and that's been me, but Aye. I loved it. But I didn't use the multiplayer or nothing, obviously. Aye. Is that what they're talking about? It's just no kept people engaged? <sighs> why they wanted it to be a live service game. Mm. And... Uh, I it just didn't take off at all. The gameplay was great. The story a lot of people have brilliant. said that. A lot yeah. of people have said that. But really? I it just didn't do particularly well. And then obviously Square Enix, the sort of Western arm, gets sold off. And I think just with that, it's just probably they see it as more of a like a more of a. I can't even think of the word. More of a ball ache, we'll say than mm. than anything. They just want to ditch it. But mm-hmm. that's. That's poor, poor, poor stuff. Yeah. People have spent a lot of money on that. And after a certain date, everybody's just getting it all for free. Yeah, and you know that's going to happen eventually, but that seems very really done. Very fast. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. I think folk have got a reason to be fucking pissed off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And WWE. 2K23 has officially been announced a little earlier than we expected as well. The game will be released on March 17th with Big Match John on the cover. What? One can only stand here and applaud the courage it's taken to put an invisible up-and-comer in such a high-profile position. Also, as it's 2K, you will have the option to take out a second mortgage to get access to the game three days early. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So this leaked ahead of time. There was supposed to be an event on Saturday, at, uh, not at the Royal Rumble, but same mm. day as the Royal Rumble, and they were going to announce all this, but then it got leaked earlier in the week. And so being the upstanding journalist that I am, I tweeted it out with the cover with John Cena on it. Um, and then this morning, no, yesterday morning, got a fucking copyright strike on Facebook and told to fucking remove it. Ooh. And then two hours later, on what? You said Facebook. I don't even use Facebook. On Twitter, a copyright strike on face on Twitter, uh, and it got taken down. And then two hours later, they put out. They sent me a fucking press release <laughs> saying, "Here's John Cena on the cover." I was like, "I, I fucking know." <laughs> um, but yeah, so some of the stuff they're adding this year might be kind of cool. They're adding war games, mm. so that's kind of cool. Mm. Uh, Aye, and Cena on the fucking cover. one match? It's his 20th year. It's his 20th anniversary. And so I think the showcase mode is going to be all his biggest matches. Right. Which, to be fair, might be a fucking long... (laughs) How many fucking big matches the guy had? That could be quite the showcase mode. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then obviously aside from that, like my faction, my GM, Universe Mode, they're all getting big updates and expanded more. Um, there's also there's a some sort of pre-order Bad Bunny music pack, which nobody will want mm. to miss. No. Because uh, he is a phenomenal rapper, apparently. Said nobody ever. <laughs> so that's that. Um, EA Sports PGA Tour is also coming to PlayStation 5 on the 24th of March. 20- Sorry. I don't know. I've wrote that down wrong. Can you say PlayStation and Xbox? Okay. Uh, so next up, EA Sports PGA Tour is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X slash X. X you know what I mean. On the 24th of March 2023, spelled as the exclusive home of the majors. The game will feature all the big tournaments you'd expect, including the Masters, the PGA Championship, the US Championship and the Open. This is in addition to women's and amateur championships, allowing you to take your golfer from zero to hero. The game will also feature 30 real-life courses at launch. I think we should all dress up on lunch day and get a few rounds in. In Pringle. At the pub. Yep. Pringle, yeah. You're a massive golf fan, as we've spoke about oh, in this podcast I before. Love, it. love how fucking adrenaline-inducing it is. <laughs> Shit. I might try and get the gang back together for this. We'll get dressed up in our golf gear and get a couple of crates of beer. And then we do rounds in the house <laughs> with the beer and uh, aye, hilarity ensues. Is it VR enabled? They've not said anything. That would be cool, though. <laughs> oh, speaking of, though, uh, Walkabout Mini Golf uh, on the MetaQuest 2. Mm-hmm. It's got a new course coming out on Thursday. It's an underwater course. And me and the big bone, McInnes, are going to play a multiplayer match against each other. Uh, so I'll report back on that and tell everybody about his, the big fucking L that he took. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, now this one excites me, not going to lie. Power Wash Simulator <laughs> combined with Tomb Raider. Ooh. Just what you've been waiting for. You can now get the free LD- DLC coming January 31st alongside the PlayStation launch and you can clean Croft Manor. <laughs> And blast Lara with your hose, maybe. Yep. Oh, aye. <laughs> aye. Blast Lara blast with your hose. Bra right off. Yep. That's She's quite not cool. actually there, though, surely. It'll just be the house. Well, they've not said. I mean, from the footage I've seen, the, the like um, obstacle course thing that she's got around mm-hmm. the sides there and stuff. Mm. like. And yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I've spent some time in Power Wash Simulator, and it takes a while just to do a little three-bed bungalow, yeah. never mind Cross Manor. <laughs> so you're going to be there a while. Well, I presume at the very least that about halfway through cleaning Croft Manor, Lara's going to return from a particularly sticky situation and you might have to hose her down. Oh, yeah. That's how I see this going. So you're hoping. I don't know yeah. if there will be a naked mode in this one, Craig. I think there might be a few PC mods. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening. That's what I think is coming. Quite literally. Well, Jeffrey, I seem to have gotten a little bit dirty. That's exactly can you, it. Can you help me? You ever so help me slightly? I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post on Reddit that if they need a voice actor, that we've got one. <laughs> Lara Hamilton over there. Can you ever so slightly help me get out of this fetching clothes, please? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's a it's a 
and you know it's going to make me turn it back on to have a nosy I think a lot of people will be turned on Hoses <laughs> <laughs> going off all over the shop <laughs> Uh, okay, Callisto Protocol, it got an update last Thursday and it brought with it a number of improvements and the much requested new game plus mode. Have you checked this out, Craig? Uh, I got the platinum already, so no. I was disappointed though, usually when you get a new game plus mode you get like a bunch of new trophies. One measly bronze mm. for completing new game plus. Disappointing. It is. The good part is, I mean, people have been wanting this because hard mode, as I can attest to from getting the Platinum, is fucking hard. And if you've got a new game plus mode, then you can basically start a run completely leveled up, like upgraded, and so it'll make it slightly easier. Um, but yeah, I'll be back at some point for the PS4 Platinum, but until then, I'm, I'm tapped out. Yeah, after being rumoured for longer than we care to recall, to be honest, Returnal's PC port has finally been dated for February 15th. There's support for NVIDIA DLSS and AMD FRS upscaling, as well as... No, how do I say again? NVIDIA's image scaling tech. Climax Studios, which supported development of Returnal, added support for ray traced reflections to go along with existing RT shadows. Lots of words there. How amazing is it that Climax Studios are adding the finishing touches for this? Mm -hmm. I see. I see what happened there, yep. Like, this didn't purposely come straight after Power Washing Simulator, but (laughs) Climax Studios, that's fucking great. Isn't it? Uh, Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of sort of talk at the time that Returnal should have been able to work on PlayStation 4. Why are they not bring the PlayStation 4? Or it'll come to PlayStation 4 in six months. It didn't. And I think looking at these PC specs, you can see why it couldn't have come to PlayStation 4. Like the, the, the fucking specs it's needing are mad. Um, it's obviously offering a lot of really cool stuff, but. Aye, I mean it's not um, it's not going to work on any PC. I wouldn't say. Just when we're laughing at studio names as well, because Climax Studios is fucking excellent, but that definitely not fried chicken is made by Dope Games. <laughs> it's our first game. Dope. I feel like they've got a niche now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. Publisher Nacon has announced that the long, in development, often delayed Lord of the Rings Gollum will be released between April and September 2023. This news has been met with the enthusiasm of a wet fart in a spacesuit. Yeah, it doesn't look great. It does not look great. It's supposed to, it's been delayed about six times. I mean, not Skull and Bones delayed, but it's been delayed. Uh, It just doesn't look that great. I don't think there's much excitement for it. Feels like Lord of the Rings kind of came and went about ten years ago and all, but I don't know. There's a new Lord of the Rings program, remember? Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh well. Power of the Ring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is everything the unintentionally sexy today? <laughs> power of the Ring. The fucking Power of the Ring. Feel the power of the Ring. That's amazing. Dare you come to the Climax Studios? The power of the Ring. I'm sure that's what it's called. 
Yeah. Okay, that's all for this week's news then. If there is anything earth-shattering revealed during Wednesday's developer direct stream, we may be recording a little cut in, but with adding Greenberg even taking to Twitter to try and keep fans' expectations in check ahead of time, I think a couple of release dates might be all we're getting. I would say so. Yeah. Okay, time for our discussion on HBO's The Last of Us TV show, and more specifically, episode two. So this is your spoiler warning if you've yet to watch it and don't want to hear us talk about it. Skip to the end. See you next week. Bye. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> tati tati bye. Yeah, okay, Callum. so I don't know whether it's because of Neil Druckmann's involvement or commitment to the source the last of his premiere had us instantly wanting him more I think we could all agree mm-hmm. um, we spoke about lead man Pedro Pascal who plays Joel and obviously Ellie being great castings but I think I don't know it just helps that last of us is just a phenomenal story and I think the odds were always going to be in its favour for success um, especially HBO behind it like they, they don't fuck about no, and the, the budget was there they were going to deliver when I was watching it the second episode the Museum or like, do not just think how much it looked like the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it was like fucking hell. They've got yeah. this down to a T. Yeah, so we picked Crazy. up this episode in Jakarta, Indonesia, where the initial outbreak seemingly began. There's a doctor who pokes and prods at a, a nudie, and decent nips on the man-looking thing. Oh, were you looking? Were you? I was. I mm. could hang fucking cutlery off that. Um, but yeah she sort of says there's no vaccine there's no medicine that can stop this outbreak and although she doesn't really speak much English she knows the word bomb and she says start bombing bomb the city and everyone in it so yeah I guess just to kick off like what are your thoughts on this kind of she went zero to world war pretty quick yeah I thought it was a fucking great intro it was like episode one I really liked the sort of how they started back in that chat show i thought that was some really nice like mm-hmm. kind of world building yep. and i really liked this as well i hope they keep doing it mm-hmm. like going back and showing you just little bits from the time it started because yeah, obviously we didn't get the sort of outbreak mm-hmm. origin in the game at all so they're kind of feeding this into it's us very yeah. cool yeah yeah very very fucking cool and just how worried she was and like you even mentioned it just little touches like you can tell how worried the guards are because she's trying to like sort of like do a wee fucking jog in the background to keep up with them they're walking at such a you know fast pace and she's got to like yeah struggle to keep up and then then she's like you know has a little like cup of tea or whatever and like just her fear is so overwhelming at this point she's like shaking her cup of tea she knows there's nothing that can be done uh Um, they're asking for help and she's like I know there's no help. Yeah. That's what's yeah. making me so yeah. and terrified. It's, it's so ominous because she's clearly the leading person that would be able to help with this. And they say there must be something. And she's just like, bomb it. Go home, bomb hug your families. City. We are fucked. Yeah. Brilliant, you, brilliant intro. Would you bomb the city if that was your call? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there'd be no last of a story thereafter, but you know. Well, I mean, they obviously, they do allude to later on. I mean, obviously, they did it too late. Just like with COVID, they shut everything down too late and stuff like that. But they do allude to the fact that they dropped bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, did, yeah. But obviously, by the time. Where they are, apparently. I worked to a degree, I, but it's other places that didn't work as well. But mm. obviously, with these things, and it's it, it was it's the way things would play out in real life. Mm. Like, if something like this happened and we had to drop bombs, we would absolutely do it too late because we'd be mm. too busy going, we can't do it, we can't do it, we can't do it. And by the time Aye. we did it, it'd be too fucking late, yeah. obviously. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, when we left off last week's episode, Joel, Ellie and partner Tess are now off the grid. They escape the quarantine zone run by Fedra. Joel and Tess are now aware of Ellie's condition. And yeah, I guess, yeah, even though she's left long after an infected person, it's supposed to turn... Um, Joel is still convinced that it's kind of just a matter yeah. of time. Do you kind of resonate with his disbelieving attitude, I suppose, at this point? Aye. Yeah. He's yeah. at 20 years of everyone turns. Yeah. Like, what's, why is this wee fucking frying gonna, pan face not turning? It's going to take a while for him to believe, which is realistic, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not just going to have him go, oh, Christ, she's the cure. He's yeah. pessimistic for a reason. He's that pessimistic because that's kept him alive, that pessimism. Yeah. I thought it, there was a really nice touch as well at one point where she goes over and she's sort of like pretending to check into the hotel when they're in the water. And I, what, what, what was your thought when that happened? Well, one, I thought something was going to come out. Right. But when the skull comes out and he goes over and he sort of grabs onto her to make sure she's okay uh. and then he takes his hand off like, oh, fuck, I just touched her. See, like, my, I thought that was a really nice touch. My thought was literally. how much in the game you would go to bits and the wee triangle would come up for a speech. Yes. And I was like, that's for that would have happened yeah. right there. That's aye. a that's a triangle speech bit. Aye. Where she's yeah, right, just, where they're just wild building and just yeah. talking through the game. And there's so many bits like that that happened that you're like, that's a triangle speech bit. <laughs> it was fucking cool. Do you think at any point they get a crate? And they put her on it yes, to, get her, to get across oh, a bit of water. Because when she says, I can't swim, you and me both Aye. looked at each other like, oh, yeah. here we go. 100%. Yeah. I thought like that, but she was going to go around and get a big ladder or something. Yeah. And then yeah. put it across. Yeah. So obviously they're kind of making their way through the city um, in this episode, trying to get to the, the kind of meeting point with the fireflies. The museum, um, isn't it? Yeah, like so obviously... Uh, you kind of touched on it already like there's the toppled skyscrapers brick buildings mm-hmm. all overrun with vines and fungus the highways are all in ruin everything they've built is just abandoned and yeah just I don't know it what did you think of the, the world building here that they've done nah, it's it fucking brilliant absolutely brilliant obviously I don't want to speak about this part until the end but it was I, I really liked the touch that obviously wasn't in the game where they said that like the fungus is growing underneath mm-hmm. and it's connecting them almost. Aye, because that's how all the... Aye, like, obviously we'll get to more at the end, yeah. but like, that's I don't a know. Cool touch though. Aye, because they're obviously not doing the, like, the spores and so they were like, aye, well, so they're connected under the ground and aye, you're so like... If, like you t- if you put your foot in uh, like some of the... It can activate stuff a mile away. concepts here, yeah. they'll f- the, the other ones, they're all, they're all connected, so mm-hmm. they'll go, fuck. And then they're at your location or yeah. they fucking pounce yeah. on you. So I think this kind of but stems from... But it's almost from... like a fucking super shit internet. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Well, or... it stems from, like, mushrooms and stuff like that because that is how they, like, are... Like, that's how they... They use networks to, like, transport water and other nutrients yeah. and kind yeah. of communicate, but not in the way that Aye. they've interpreted it here. So that they've basically taken, like, how... That's trees mushrooms life. and other plants like yeah. communicate and and interpreted that into a way that that makes sense in this world because they can't use the masks on the actors 24 exactly. 7 right. so well what um, it made me think of was remember when you were wee and you would get plastic cups and you would connect them with string <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you'd be like hello hello yeah. that's what it's like an apocalyptic fucking game of cups yeah. <laughs> but yeah so yeah very cleverly they've they've kind of written this in that that's how they, you know, there's a network of infected and that's how mm-hmm. they, they alert each other. Um, yeah, that, that there's a, a CIA of infected. Yeah, there's a, cool. 
a potential host that you yeah, can... Yeah, really cool. Yeah, so yeah, really cool. It's cleverly done. Um, they obviously can't get through the hotel route that they were planning, so they have to go through the museum and it gets freakier and fucking tense, isn't it? deeper as you go into it. Um, but they, yeah. they trudge through the darkness corridors of this museum and the sort of raising evil to fuck run lake about. house um, until they almost die. And yeah, we also meet our first clicker. Mm-hmm. Oh, they looked awesome. Yeah. I think the first time I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, it's a little bit too shiny and bright but then the next time i saw it I was like no it does look really good i, I don't know the, the very first time I've, i saw it i was like oh i don't know i thought the way they, they moved was awesome yeah oh, exactly I, really cool game. really cool yeah like no i did like the way they looked it was the first time i saw it i was like oh i don't know it just looks a bit almost like 2 hd i don't know <laughs> but uh-huh. like and it, but and then, for us it, it seemed like the game as well because that's what happens in the game when you alert them like they start coming out from every fucking door and Aye. it's like you're like fuck what am I going to do and it's the same when this like you were like fuck what are they going to do because they were all coming out of all the different places it was really cool, cool. Mm. yeah yeah really fucking cool yeah and unfortunately you know at the kind of end of that scene Tess gets bit although we, we don't really know that yet mm. Um, but they reached the meeting point that they had had planned to sort of ship Ellie off um, with the fireflies mm-hmm. but we find they're already dead and infected. Before, See before I go in here, there was an interesting change so when you play the game the whole journey to the Capitol building takes place at night in the game and during the day on the show. Mm. They completely change the time of day. And you end up in the roof, going across the roof again. Aye. After you get past all that, where they just come out the front door and end up going down. So I, I think the reason they made it daytime is so they could show off the world more. Yeah. Like, because the whole thing mm. was Ellie'd never seen, she's like, holy shit, and she'd never seen all this. Uh, and so I think that was done so that they could show off the world more. But in, in the game, it's like, that's all at night. Uh, and then it's the, I think it's like more, it becomes daytime when they get to the Capitol building, but the actual travel is during the day. Mm. It's sorry, at night in the game. Yeah. The mind we looked up as well, because I was surprised and not surprised that Tess does like die at the end of this mm-hmm. because she's in more episodes uh, so it must so be flashbacks yeah because yeah. I was like are they going to because we were expecting her if we're following the game for her to die at this bit but we're also like are they going to change it to make it a wee bit different than the game I think obviously. you'll just you'll get a lot of Joel flashbacks to, to must be where it is to yeah, show his because they've kind of already shown that they're doing that every episode yeah a flashback so yeah. we'll probably start right. in a couple of episodes uh with maybe something they've done in the past because she keeps alluding to in this episode uh, take take Ellie and obviously do something good uh, make up for all the shite we've done because I've always done a lot of bad stuff yeah. to stay alive and so you'll maybe make, have him looking back at her going we need to you need, I, th- I could even see a situation where they're maybe in a room and he looks over and Tess is sitting there and she's like you need to keep going Joel you need to keep going. Mm. Oh, like he's imagining her kind of Aye. thing. Yeah. But Ellie can't see him. Ellie's like, who the fuck are you talking to? Aye. I'm just glad Dana Torv's in it a wee bit more because mm. I think she's a really good actress. Yeah, so, yeah, as we've kind of alluded to, she she did get bit. So she, interestingly, different to the game here, mm-hmm. sacrifices herself in a massive explosion that also kills the kind of dozen of infected that are now running in their direction. Yeah. Um, but not before one of them plants a big old smoocheroo oh, on her. Oh, no, I couldn't Blech. believe she just let that happen. 
that was really, really disturbing. I know. And the fact that she's like, oh, oh. And it, like, and it shows like a almost like, I don't know, like obviously it was like as if they, it was, this thing was connecting to her mm-hmm. and to the, the sort of branches or whatever but like i don't know it it did almost i felt like it was trying to portray that there was still some humanity left in this person like this person saw something and wanted like affection i don't know if that's what they're going for but i think there was a hint of that as if Mm. this thing even as fucking destroyed as it was walked up and was like and some part of its brain still went woman like do you know what i mean like as if i didn't take it that way i took it more as like this thing's just wanting to be like inside her and grow inside her. And be, I think I think that's more her. what they were going for, but I sort of got that feeling she's as well. Been already in turning, so they could probably sense that she's oh, yeah. part of them already or something. Like I, that. I, I think that's why. See, initially when they ran in, a lot of them ran straight past her, yeah, which would not that. have happened. Mm-hmm. So obviously they didn't have as strong a a sort of pull towards her. So I think that is what they were going for, but I, I did sort of take it as almost like it still had a bit of humanity in it, and it was like, oh, it didn't start just ripping at her. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, so obviously in the game, um, she's killed by Fedra. Yeah. The, well, it's, um, a, it's alluded to that she has, you don't actually see it. Aye, yeah, they come in shooting, but, yeah. yeah. She, gets out, she gets out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Aye, um, that's right. Where is, yeah, she? I thought this was cooler, though. Mm. Like, I liked Aye. this change, and I thought it was like... This is a better way of going out for her. I think. Yeah. Uh, and I think I suppose it, it gives explanation, as, as we kind of mentioned, to the sort of slight change in way that the infected communicate and mm-hmm. shows, like, how, you know, by just touching that, they can all come at yeah. you kind of thing. So, yeah, cleverly done. Um, I think one of the interesting things for me so far is that, like, there has been multiple changes to the game per episode. And each one of them, I think, has been excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I really do. I like the extended flashbacks. Obviously, you've got... Like, Neil Druckmann directed this episode. Mm-hmm. So it was... Is it Dave Mazin? He did the first episode. The guy did Chernobyl, I think. Right. Uh, but then this episode was directed by... Or executive produced by Neil Druckmann. And I think he does a couple of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting to see that, like, he was... I mean, he's involved in every episode, but he was... Way more involved in this one, and like so, I just think it was interesting to see like a lot of this stuff. So obviously, stuff that Neil, and it will be with the first episode as well. But it's stuff that he specifically wants to elaborate on, yeah. which is cool. Like it's obviously like he's had a long time to sort of think about all this. I sit on the story and go right. I mean, they probably didn't know how much this game was going to take off, and now that it's one of the best games ever, you get to go in and go we can flesh this out a little bit more mm-hmm. to fucking 20 million well, people. Well, maybe it was already <laughs> fleshed out in, in the first place anyway, but they just had to cut back in terms of gaming. Possibly, yeah. You know what I mean? The, like the storyboard, that, and they had all this other extra yeah, stuff, and then in terms of gaming, they're like, we can't make all this, guys, and blah, blah, blah. They've had to, now they can pick and choose other bits that they missed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can put in the game. You never know. Or they're just coming up with shit to make it more... You know what I mean? You're getting more of a world yeah. building kind of experience with it. Yeah. I just know it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a tremendous show. It just looks so much like the game. Like, yeah. everything, like I was thinking that with all the clothes and the colours and that and having mm. even these I've seen him coming out of the that museum and his bag and I'm just like that looks exactly like his bag and everything. You know what I mean? It's just fucking mental. 
each week on Twitter, I've posted like a, it's not me. It's, it's someone else that's making them. Uh, so I'm not taking credit for it by any means. But it's a side by side video. Mm. So each time they've they've taken a scene from the game and put it a half and half screen with a scene from the HBO show. Right. Uh, I'll send you the links to it because it's cool seeing right. it side by side. Like it's not as if they move in the exact same way, and it's, right, right, but, but it's the same scene. The of Aye, the... and it's so cool seeing it next right. to each other. I think ne- next episode we're probably going to get the bill. Oh, aren't we? Let's hope so. I cannot wait. Nick, Nick Offerman. I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. It'll be, it's oh. be so good. And I hope that I hope they flesh out that episode a bit more with his traps and stuff like that. And maybe the whole episode's a bit like a whole episode of that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I, do I do that. hope he's in it for a while. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, can he be? I know that, but I yeah. hope they do centre like an entire episode around him because he's. I just. I, I'm really hoping as well. It's it will just, just be one, it probably just be an episode. Aye, it? aye. Yeah. They're not with him for long, but no. fuck me, man. The guy's amazing. Yeah. I know. That'll be great. See, one thing, and it's a thing I put down the notes, and it's this isn't a negative by any means, right? But I guess it's just the fact that he's definitely not putting on a voice. But there's certain times when Pedro Pascal was saying stuff that it's just, it's the Mandalorian. Like, right. he's, it's obviously, I've not seen Pedro Pascal in that many things, right. but. It's the exact same cadence and voice as hmm. as the Mandalorian, and it's so weird. Like, I, I, he doesn't know that he needs to put on an accent or anything like that, but it's just interesting that you can so clearly hear it. Yeah. it I mean, as I if he's, it, 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 so it fucking sounds like he's got a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on here? Mm. He looks the part as well, doesn't he? He's brilliant. It, to me, he's just Joel. He's yeah, like... he's 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 totally taken on that part, and uh, he looks really good. He's excellent, absolutely. Brilliant casting. The whole sh- the whole show so far, I can't I can't really praise it highly enough. It's been it's been I'm, absolutely I'm brilliant. It's, it's like a ten right now for me, and I'm just hoping it stays that way. Yeah. Which... Aye. At the moment, I'm like like yesterday, I was messaging my cousin like she doesn't play games, but I'm like you need to check out this show. Like I know yeah. she'll love it. Like. Aye, I think it's just it's something you could recommend to almost anyone. Yeah. Like, and do you think this will get a lot of people playing the game again? Well. So there was a thing, I didn't put it in the news, but the game sales are up like 250 or 260%. Right. Now, what I would say is up 260% from what? Like the first week in January, how many people were buying it? Do you know what I mean? It might, it's potentially up 260% from quite a low point. We don't know. Yeah. Like... But, I mean, it's still impressive. I mean, Enden gaining 260% week on week is fucking impressive. So it's obviously having a good effect. I just don't know what that translates to. Like, if, if they sold 1,000 copies the, the week before, then it's fucking 2,600, you know what I mean? You're like, right, okay. And it's also potentially not a completely new gamer to the franchise. That was absolutely it's, not the right math either, by the way. Um, like, it could be someone that's has played it before and it's picking up again, you know, upraised or whatever, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, to be fair, and I didn't think this would be the case, but it's got me thinking about playing The Last of Us Part 1. Mm. Like, you played it last year, I've, I've not played it yeah. yet. Um, and it's got me considering doing that, just because I'm like, oh, I've got seven fucking days to wait for the next episode, mm. and I want more <laughs> of the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Like, I, I still would like to see them explore things we haven't seen in the game, but mm. um, not that I, I didn't think it was going to be anything less than amazing. And... I expected to love it and I'm loving it, but it has exceeded my expectations, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just brilliant. Yeah, 
just when you were kind of mentioning like pe- more people playing games, there was like a study done. I think it was Samsung that did the study, but they um, surveyed over they surveyed a thousand over sixty fives who were interested in gaming, and I think like eighty five percent of them play video games at least once a week, apparently. Mm. Um, and 36% play every day. Now, I don't know what games they're playing here. Candy Crush. Well, that is the fear. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is, see, gaming, it can be a good thing to keep your reflexes up, to well, keep your muscle saying, memory. Yeah, to like keep... it, it, it's boosting brain power and yeah. saving off dementia. So, yeah. Definitely. One other thing, like, I just... I said this to you last night when we are watching it. They're going through the world, and obviously it's terrible. It'd be a fucking shit place to be. But there's just that little nagging feeling in my head that I'm like, I'd love to fucking explore a world like this. Yeah. Do you ever think that when you're watching shit like this? Yeah. Or The Walking Dead or something yeah. like that? I'm like, I'd love to explore a post-apocalyptic world. Like, I'd fucking... Other than not be able to get Pepsi and <laughs> takeaways, specifically Pepsi Max. Because <laughs> that would be a right bastard. I'd Never fucking the loss of all your uh, loved ones. I know. We'd get Craig, to, the first place Craig goes to when this happens Tesco. is Tesco to pick up some MSG and fucking Pepsi <laughs> look that's, oh, that's currency mm-hmm. that's what that is mm-hmm. but outside of that which would be a right bastard it just and obviously the imminent death um, it, would be, just like, it, it would be just cool. be cool to explore it would be it? cool not to have to worry about anything apart from your survival yeah like, you don't need to worry about fucking bills anymore aye you just need to worry about like your next meal and staying alive. Yeah. And it's fucking free for all out there. Aye. Getting a big chib and just. And in, in a sort of smaller, a much smaller version of this, do you remember when the town's hotel we used to run oh, about yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. Aye, so there was this hotel near Before where I. London. Aye, well, aye. So there's this hotel near where I grew up, where I, I won many football awards. Uh, and we used to run about and play. It was like a hotel that also there was like sort of chalets out the back where mm-hmm. people would stay in. And we used to always like sort of hang about there and fucking like just fuck about. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Nuisance. Be a nuisance. Aye, there was the rope swing was nearby and stuff yeah, like that. That's right. And I remember one night getting fucking hunted because obviously they were like it's like a hotel bit like out the back of it. And they're like get to fuck you, be pricks. <laughs> and then we went back the next day. And the place was bumped down. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember running home and being like, I'm going to fucking blame for that. I'm never fucking going back there again. (laughs) But obviously after a couple of weeks, you're like Mm. quite curious. And it felt like, I mean, obviously on a tiny scale, but this place bumped down and everything was just left. And like, I remember exploring through it and you would like, I mean, obviously in hindsight, it was very dangerous, but we were walking through this bumped down place and like you went into certain rooms and there was still like glasses on the tables. There was behind mm. the bar. There was all the glasses hanging. Like aye, if it wasn't you... totally. It was it was bumped down, but there's still wee bits here and aye. there of, of what, the, what what it used to look like. Yeah, and there yeah. was like in the chalet bits in the back, there was like still people's fucking clothes yeah, and half rented. burnt beds, and it was fucking mad. And it was just like a little fucking tiny last of us, <laughs> like a little tiny thing. Snippet. Aye, it's, it's like uh, you should look this up when you get home. See how air train station shut down. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a YouTube place. What's it's, it called? It's the YouTube channel is called Un or Ur, 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 I can't say that. Or abandoned. Or abandoned or something like that. Or been abandoned. Yeah, basically. Um, 
and they, I mean they, they've covered loads of places, but they, really? I think they're at like an English um, duo or something like that. And they travel all around the UK. But yeah, they oh. came up to Air Train Station, which has been derelict for twenty odd years, more than that. What? what? No. Air Train Station. Five. No, it's been more than that. It's been five years. Were well, you talking about the station hotel? Though? Aye. That's been derelict for quite a long time, actually. The hotel has. Find the actual out. train station. I, I bet there was people sleeping in that hotel in 2016. Mm. Mm, maybe, uh, but it's no, but it's not been like 20 years. But it no. has been, it has been empty for a while though. Oh, it's been empty for a wee while. But basically, like some of the floors are caving in and stuff like that now. But they managed to sneak mm. in and they go floor by floor and they go through and like some of it looks like it was just like fucking abandoned yesterday and like it looks like proper Fallout style. It's really cool, but it's it's a it's a YouTube channel that's worth checking out. They they even did a thing where they found like an underground, like uh, an old abandoned train station, but there was like cars underneath it on the track from like forty years ago and stuff like that. Mm. Um, worth a look if you're if you're looking yeah, for some. Yeah, it might be somewhere local to you if you're listening. Yeah. Yep. We need oh. to we need to give our stars. Oh. Out of ten, including halves, what so would you give hard. it? I think it's so hard to rate this. Uh-huh. Week. I'm just going to say ten, like, ten. but it's hard to know in comparison to, like. Do you think? Sure. Wait, hold on, then. Why don't we do a sort of higher or lower then? Okay. Higher or lower than episode one? Okay. Yeah. Higher. Higher. Yeah, it's just, it's higher. Just I think the visuals were better in the yeah. scenes that you saw. Yeah. I love the episode one, and I, but I, I think I will go higher, mm-hmm. just because they, I felt like episode one was an amazing start and I was like, mm-hmm. can they maintain this? Mm-hmm. And the fact that I felt that they did was yeah. like, I feel like you were almost set up for disappointment, but they did it. So I'll go higher as well. Okay, dokily. So that concludes episode 108 of the Pure Day Gaming Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussions on PSVR 2 and also The Last of Us. Don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be reviewing episode 3. And be sure to follow us on our socials for all the latest gaming news and reviews as well. And once again, thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Ta-ta-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye for now. Goodbye forever. <laughs>